Good morning. Welcome to the Bond Sunday Morning Services. Thank you so much for being with me. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved right now by calling 800-411-2663, 800-411-BOND. You can also email me, church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org, and put your name in town, name in town, and I can uh, answer your question or comment as it's happening. Good morning again, everybody here. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Um, it's hot out there already, huh? Yeah, I know. Isn't that amazing? Um, was there an assignment? Was there an assignment from last week? Did I give out anything for you guys to do for a week? No, no, nothing. Okay, well that's good. That's fine. Any questions or comments before I get rolling? Did anybody have a life this week? Nobody had a life. Just Walking Dead. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on for the mic. Let's hold on for the mic. All right. I've been wanting to ask you this question for a while. Yes. Because I've been having this reappearing dreams over and over um, about me being lost and wanting to go home. And I can't find my home. And I'm just wandering all over. And then a whole bunch of babies appear. You know, they're there with me. They have something to do with me, the babies. And then, and then in the, when I keep having these dreams, also the last dream I had was that I, I was with my mother and my father, and they're both dead. They're both dead? Yeah. And that I had... Uh, Speaking to the mic. Hold the mic. That down. I had uh, uh, caught up to them because I wanted to go home. And I don't know what that means because it's been coming on for a long time. Not every day. But it keeps coming back. Uh, and so you're dreaming this at night. Do you eat after 8 o'clock at night? No. Oh, don't eat. No. I have no idea. I can't interpret dreams. So I don't know. Uh, what is your mind telling you about it? Well, at first I had, to go, have a, I had to go have a colonotomy. Yeah. And I, all this fear came into me that... Uh, they might find something and I would die or something. Oh, yeah. And, um, and when I went after, I mean, I was good. He says I was really good. So there was nothing to worry about. But right. I had these dreams way before I had to have this. Oh, okay. You know, so I, I can't connect I, them I, unless that I want to go home, find my way home back to God. Right. I have no idea. I, I, I don't interpret dreams. Uh, just ask God to let you see what it is. Yeah. It may mean something, it may not. Yeah, I, I keep asking him. But the one thing, don't pay any attention to what your mind is telling you about it mm -hmm. because it's not going to tell you the truth about it. Right. And it may not mean anything. Mm -hmm. And so don't put too much wanting to know what it means. Okay. Because one thing about God, he's like real smart. When he wants us to know something, he's quite clear about it. Right. Yeah, he doesn't really, he doesn't hint around at things and and have us confused about it and trying to figure out what it is and all that. He clearly doesn't operate that way. Right. So if you don't know what it is, don't worry about it. Okay. It may not be a thing. And last night, I, I wasn't going to come to the because I didn't sleep. I was awake, it seemed like, all yeah. night. Yeah. But the funniest thing is I get up to go to the restroom a lot. And when I got up, I realized that I was dreaming, but it was such a weird dream. Yeah. But I thought I was awake all night because that's how it felt. <laughs> that but I you were sleeping. But that was like sleepwalking. Wow. So weird, very weird things happening yeah. in, the, in that dream. That do I you was, do your prayer before you go to bed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, don't worry about it. I mean, don't get into thoughts about it. Just let it happen. Okay. Don't try to... Stop it from happening, and don't freak out about it. Don't make it be, you know, don't make something good out of it or bad out of it. Okay. And don't ask an evangelist what they think. They're going to really tell you some mess. I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask Sister Evangelist Martha what she thinks. Mm -hmm. I don't know a Martha, so I'm just throwing out a name. Mm -hmm. There may be an evangelist Martha's out there somewhere. <laughs> 
But just don't worry about it. Yeah, I, I'm not worried, but I just wondered, what does that mean? Yeah, I, I have no idea. Cut myself, like, sleepwalking, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, God will show it to you, mm -hmm. if it means anything. Okay. All right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Hold on for a minute for the mic. There you go. Um, oh, I had a really nice day with my daughter yesterday, Abby. Yeah. And um, it's unusual for us to have a really nice day because <laughs> we're both, you know, both a little needy. But um, you didn't give just, her you I didn't just, give her any advice yesterday, right? No, I didn't. That's what I, made and it I nice. I started to, I would catch myself, and yeah. And we just had such a nice time, and also. Um, I always wondered, you know, I'm so weak and my voice is weak and everything, how that was ever going to get resolved. But yesterday while we were driving, I got some business calls and she got to hear how I handled people, you know, business wise yeah. and and especially one concerned somebody in jail and how <laughs> I handled that. And she saw that I wasn't she always thought I was very judgmental, which I was. Yeah. But I've changed in. So she heard all that, and I think that really changed her perception of me. And we just had a great day, and I just oh and, good. And, and I followed what you've always been telling me for a long time. What's that? Um, just don't give her any advice, and just and I realize I really don't know what to say anyway. So. Yeah, um, one thing that a lot of mothers do, especially Christian mothers or mothers who think they know God. They are always trying to give somebody advice, I especially know. their children. <laughs> and the kids don't want it, and the kids get mad, and then they try to force it on them anyway. Right. And you should stop well, doing that. When someone don't want advice, back off. And I, my problem is I created, you know, a problem yeah. in her. But right. I had some problems myself, and I took them out on her. Yeah. And then I tried to fix them, and that's what made it, you know, over the years, I tried to fix what I Undo what I did. When you I see that she that. doesn't want your advice, what is it about you that want to give it to her anyway, even though it's making her mad, she doesn't want to be around you? You still want to do it I anyway. I think I don't really want to face what I did, maybe. That's why you if want I, it. So instead of really facing it and feeling the, the shame of it, uh, yeah. you know, I try to cover up by doing something. That looks good, you know, yeah. in my mind. That's, That's amazing. So you're cutting that out now? You're not yeah, doing it anymore? Oh yeah, I do that. Cutting yeah, that good. out. Good. So, well, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you to Bond for have only taken me 30, 100 years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been more than a notion. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, Jesse, I yes. got a question. Yes, My sir. question is, are some people uh, destined to remain sinners? Or, or not to be able to overcome, because I understand, you know, the Jesus Christ story that uh, He came and set us free. Right. But uh, I'm just wondering if some of us are, uh, I guess, regardless of that message, will, will remain to be angry and remain sinners. I think so. Yeah, I think that. Why is are, that? There are people who are just. That's what they're purpose is, is to represent hell on earth. Because if you don't have hell, you won't recognize heaven. And so we need this battle between good and evil so that we can know it. You know, we can know the difference. If you were always well, you, you know, you never had pain in your body, you wouldn't even know that uh, uh, wellness exists, you know. But when you have this hell, you have pain, you overcome it, then you recognize heaven. So yeah, I, I believe that there are people who uh, on earth for that purpose just to give you pure hell and I'm not talking about people wives I'm talking about other folks they're there for that purpose and you're right Christ came to save but God also knows what he's doing and when the church says that Christ came so that we all can be free it's really more of an intellectual understanding about that but there are some people I just believe their purpose is to serve Satan and we need that, I think. Because Christ had to go through it with Satan, so we got to deal with it too, I believe. Did you want to add to that? 
Uh, I just had a question for John. Are you talking about others or yourself? Well, I was talking about myself. I thought I thought you might be talking about yourself. Oh, you talking about yourself? Yeah. Yes. You think you you think you're destined for hell? You're destined for hell. I don't know. Um, uh, I never thought about it that way, but uh, there's some things that I would like to overcome, and uh, I heard the message that you should forgive your parents. I mean, intellectually, uh, I think I've forgiven my parents, so right. I don't have any resentment. Or I'm I'm not around my mom. She lives in Chicago, so but when we talk on the phone or when she comes out here for a visit, uh, I don't really feel anything coming up as far as anger or rage. Right. And so where's your dad? Oh, he passed away years ago. Oh, I see. So why do you think you may be destined for hell? Why do not you destined that? for hell, but um, you know, I would like to overcome my sins and my anger and uh it just seemed like uh, uh, I'm not there, so that's why I asked the question. Oh, okay. So it seems like you're not there, and does it seem as though you're never going to be there? You're never going to get over it? I don't know. You don't, Do you feel like you won't ever get over it? Or I feel it's possible. That you will get over it? Yes. Oh, okay. And you want to overcome your sins. That's a very interesting statement. Michelle, how do you feel knowing your husband ain't, you know, you hold it Robert go ahead Michelle. I don't feel anything I just focus on me for right now oh you don't focus on John no oh good it's just on you no it's not like that but I mean no 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 that's not a bad thing to know thyself is important so what do you see about yourself I see I need a, like a lot of improvements for myself as well. Like what? Like everything. Like patience and I still have resentment at times. Yeah. And it's hard for you to overcome it too? Yeah, because it still arises. It does? So, yeah. And what can bring it out? Like like pressure, I guess. Yeah, pressure. But that pressure? What did you say? No, like, just like... Light pressure. Like comments and statements. Oh. Like, um, have you gotten over your parents yet? I thought I did, but at times I see when I talk to my mom, no. Oh, so you have not gotten over it? No. Yeah, okay. And why don't you deal with your mother so you can let it go? I do deal with her, but I think that's the problem. So, no, I, I do deal with her, and I see, I always thought she was this perfect lady, and now I see she's not, she's not perfect. Right. And, have and you now I see, and then I also saw, I don't know, I just depended on her for so many years, and it's like, it seems like her attitude has changed. I don't know if she's getting older, or, I just see her just different. In what way? She can't help herself. It seems like now I'm realizing she doesn't, she just did the best she can. Yeah. And so is that helping you to overcome your anger toward her? Realizing that she can't help herself? Yes. Yes, she's wrong, but she can't help it. Yes, but still at times I get angry. Yeah. Um, you said you relied on her for, for such a long time? Yes. For what? What did you rely on her for? Everything, like as far as, well, I'm the youngest girl, and she she was a stay-at-home mom. And that's like she's a r really all I ever really knew. Oh. I have sisters and things, but I was with her all the time. And sometimes now, if I have, like, comments, I guess maybe it's not the comment I want from her. Oh, you don't want certain type of comments from her. Yes, it's not the comment I expected from her, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And do you tell her about it? Yes. And what does she say? That's why I say she can't help herself. She doesn't really understand. Yeah. Or maybe I'm trying to see, too, maybe because it's not the answer I want to hear, maybe it's me. Can you give me an example or something? 
Um, I gotta come back to it. I gotta. Th I gotta. I'll think of something because it's like a lot of different things. Oh, okay. And so, do you hang out with her a lot now? No. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you not to. No, I don't. Even with just the comment on the phone. Like if I, if like say I depend on her, like not really depend on her, but she's my mom, and I want to hear her comments about things. You do. Yes. Well, okay. I thought I did. Right. And like, say if I, I was, uh, I'm upset about something, she'll, she'll give me a comment. I, evidently, that's, if she says it, that's how she feels, or that's the answer, that's just her answer. Oh. Uh, but maybe it's not the answer I want to hear. Right. So let's say you, you're upset at John about something, right? Okay. And so you call up your mother, and you say, I hate John. John made me sick. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll say, well, I told you not to marry him. And that's not what you want to hear. <laughs> no, she wouldn't say that, but she would say, oh, it's my fault. It's your fault? Yeah. She would say, oh, it's your fault that you are mad at him or married him? Not mad at him. It's my fault with the situation. Her upbringing was when she was hurt. It's a, it's a time frame, well, age period. Yeah. Her thing was, oh, you get married and you do what the husband says and... I guess she never disagreed with it. Because I always talk about her like my dad and her former husband and things like that. And sometimes, like, if we have a disagreement or something, I'm not in agreement with what she says, but, like, it's that age difference, and that's how her era did it. Uh, it's like she just doesn't understand my perception of things. Oh, I see. And so she believes that once a woman gets married, she needs to listen to, listen to her husband and not be acting out and carrying on about it? In a way, yeah. Is that what she believes? Yes. And you don't believe that? I didn't say... <laughs> don't be scared. It's, no, it's not that I don't <laughs> believe that, but it's like she just don't have no... With me, she don't have any... Not really the word sympathy, but she doesn't have any... I don't know how to... She doesn't have an understanding about how to guide you? Yes. Or instruct you? Yes. Oh, okay. So why not go to your husband with your problem rather than going to her? I don't think he understands either. Your husband doesn't understand you either? No. And then you don't understand you. Hold I, on. Hold on. God talking to me right now. <laughs> no, it feels like... Well, God said he doesn't understand you no, either. So like, I no. understand me, but nobody really else understands me. So what now? I understand me, but nobody else really understands. Really? And what do you understand about you? Jesse, just how I feel. No, 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 yeah. No, don't worry. Don't defend it. We just, you No, know. I'm just saying. I think to myself, sometimes maybe I could be wrong about it. Right. But what do you understand about yourself? Let me ask you. Oh, go ahead. Finish that. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm trying to think on what, what, on the you, you don't know when you're right or wrong in a situation? You're not sure? Because you said sometimes At you can times. be wrong. There are times when you don't know when you're right or wrong about the situation. Uh, can you give me an example of something recently, if it's not too personal? Hold well, an example. If I discipline the kids a certain way, John would come in and go, oh, don't discipline them like that or something, something like that. And right then, I think that, okay, I did it right. But then he'll come along and say something. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm wrong about it. Oh, I see. That's a good example. How do you discipline the kids? Well, at they're good most of the time, but at times they're like, say if they're fighting or something. Uh -huh. I tell them to stop that. <laughs> I tell them, I just tell them to stop that fighting or something. Or if they're jumping in the bed, I tell them to stop jumping in the bed. And I don't really. I get loud with them. John right. thinks it's yelling, but to me, I'm being loud. You raise your voice. Yes. And sometimes that's needed. Yeah, but am I doing it? I don't know if I'm... But I think I was fine with it, but he sometimes at times think I'm not right. Um, are you doing it with anger? Like, are you, like, mad at them when you raise your voice? Or are you raising your voice because you need to get their attention? I think both. Oh, so you're doing it with, because you're mad at them? Not really mad at them, but I need... Yeah, I need to get their attention, but yes, I'm mad. It depends on what they do. Right. I understand that. 
Uh, I'm going to put a reality camera in your house so I can see what's going on. <laughs> I'm going <follow> <laughs> to follow you around. Let me ask, you can't tell when you're mad? I mean, like, when you're disciplined then with anger? You don't know that personally for yourself? At times, yes. And what do you do when you see yourself doing that with anger? I can feel it, I can see it, and I just, I just go in another room, and I just cool down a bit, and then, but it gets worse when John comes in and... The anger does? Yes, because he'll tell me to go away, he'll handle it. He'll tell you to go away? Yes. And, and he'll handle the situation with the kids? Yes. And you don't like that? Because he has anger towards me, I, I think he does. Oh, you I think... I can tell in his voice. Oh, you think your husband has anger toward you? Yes. You can tell it in his voice? Yes. And when you ask him about it, what does he say? He'll tell me, oh, I don't like the way you do things. I'll handle it from now on. And does he admit he has anger toward you? No. He doesn't admit it? No. And so you'll say, do you have anger toward me? And he'll say no? I don't know if he says no, but usually I don't get an answer. Oh, he doesn't answer most of the time. I don't think so. How does it feel knowing he has anger? Or believe that he has anger toward you. What does that feel like? It hurts. It hurts? I bet it does. And why does it hurt? It's like I, nobody understands me. Not, it's not under, about understanding, but... It just feels... Like I'm by, my, like a, by myself. Yeah. But I'm, it used to really hurt, but I'm getting used to it now. You're getting used to it? Yes. And so when you guys sit down to talk about this, do you have, like, when you're not mad or when he's not mad, do you sit down and say, you know, no. I sense that you resent me and it feels weird for you to be mad at me. Why don't you do something about it? Do you ever talk to him about it? No. And why not? It doesn't seem like he wants to talk. I try, but you try. I could be wrong. I, try, I think I try. Yeah, you try, but he wouldn't communicate well about it. No, I don't think so. And so it hurts knowing that your husband resents you. Why would he? Well, I don't know if he's resenting me. This is my opinion. A feeling that he does. And and why do you feel that he does? I don't know if he resents me. I thought like he has anger. Well, why do you think he has anger toward you? Maybe how I handle things. Oh, okay. And it makes you feel not good enough when he does that, or I by yourself. Yes. Uh, wh what would he resent you for? I'm sorry. He would resent you because of what reason? I don't know if he resents me, but I think he has anger. Okay. He would be angry at you for what reason? Maybe for yelling at the kids. I don't know. You don't know. It's too bad because the, the one thing I like to see is for families to start having those open and honest discussions together. It's going to feel uncomfortable to do it for a while, but after a while it becomes a way of life. Especially when you're having these conversations to, to resolve a situation. You're not attacking. You don't, you're not trying to hurt the person. It's good to have those kind of discussions. Because when your kids see you discussing things like that, they would do it too. There are so many family members. I mean, there are so many families out there that do not have real discussions about real issues that are happening inside the family. Isn't that amazing? Don't you find that amazing, Michelle? Yeah. Yeah. And you would like to do that with, with your husband? Yeah. But he doesn't seem to want to do it? No, that's my opinion. Yeah. No, I could be wrong. And so if you could reach out to your husband, you wouldn't have to call your mother or anybody else, right? I don't really call her. I mean, I, you, you wouldn't have to talk to her about your issues, whatever you do. Yeah. Where's your dad? I don't know. You don't know? No. You had one? Yes. Oh. And but why do you don't know where he is? I don't know. Him and my mom, they just separated. Oh, were they married at one point? Yes. And he just, uh, when did he leave the home? He, I don't know when he left. He got off, he did, had did drugs and he left. He comes and goes. And How old were you at the time? When he first left? When he first left. I think it was like in my teenage, like a teenager or something. Oh, okay. And did that affect you when he left? Were you close to him? I think I was, yes. I always thought if they ever broke up, I would go with him. That you would go with him? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand that feeling. But you didn't, and that affected you? No, I 
don't think it did. It did. But sometimes I think that I don't know if she I don't know if she resents me. I I could be wrong, Jesse. Yeah. But she always said I'm just like him. I'm uh-huh. like passive. And where her first husband, he was like aggressive. That's it, my sister's. That's your sister's father. Yeah. And is your sister aggressive too? I don't think they're aggressive. They're more like strong-willed, I guess. Oh, there are more than one sister. Yeah, two. And so your your mother said you're just like your father, passive. She didn't say those words, but yeah, I'm just like that's what she says. I'm just like. And how how do you feel about that? I don't really feel anything. I think I am because she's more strong-willed. My mom. Yeah. And are you passive? I am. Yeah. You're passive. What does it feel like to be passive? It just feels. It just feels like. Just passive, like just. Like weak. Not weak. I consider quiet. Quiet. Yeah. Quiet. So there are things that you don't deal with because you're quiet, passive. Yes. Oh. Do you want to overcome that? Yes. You want to overcome that, and. Okay, we're going to show you how to overcome that today. Because that's not a good way to live. I know guys who are passive like that, and it's disgusting. It made the bully in the playground want to knock you out. You notice that? Did the girls used to beat you up in school? Oh, no. Oh, you fought back, huh? No. (laughs) No, I never got involved. I always could get along with everybody. Oh, you did? Yeah. So that you don't have to deal with stuff? You go along to get along? No, like I said, I was just quiet. I just uh-huh. was, I go and play and do my own thing. I'll, I'll play and interact with them and everything. But would you like to overcome that? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I won- notice at times when I don't talk, say something like, like say I like try to talk to her or something. Yeah. I see her, she like takes over, not takes over me, but I'll like, like I'm talking. Yeah. And she just come up with this, like a, this aggressive attitude. I'm like, I just like cower down to her. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. You got to start standing up to her. And you'll be nervous for a while, but that will only last for a while. You got to fight for your life back. Well, I don't see what the point of standing up when no one listens. Um, they don't have to listen. The point of standing up so you can overcome your insecurities. So that you can forgive her and then you can become strong and you'll learn how to express yourself and be free. And not be passively weak. That's why you need to do it. Because she's taking your courage away from you. She's made you feel like nothing. And, and so now you're living your life like just a, a, a person in the crowd. But the crowd don't see you there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because she's taking that away from you. Yeah, because I, I talked to my sisters. And I, asked, and I asked them, I go, why don't she talk to me? She don't talk to you guys that way. Yeah. What do they say? <laughs> <laughs> they go, they just tell her in a nice way. But it's in a, I, cause I hear how they talk to her. Yeah. I don't know if it's because they're older. No, it's because you're weak. She hates your father, according to what you said. Yeah, I think she does. And so when she sees you, she sees your father, she hates you. Probably. Yeah. And, but you got to deal with her, though, so you can get better from it. You got to deal with her so you can forgive her. So that God can change your identity. You got to overcome mama. Have you ever asked your husband to help you deal with her? No. Why not? Because I could barely deal with him too. (laughs) Yeah. Is he like your mother? Sometimes I think they are. They're the same sign at times. Yeah. You feel like you married your mother? No. Sorry, John. <laughs> no, but he he has an aggressive way too, and he gets stubborn too. So I just oh, uh, so it, does it seem like he resent your weakness or your passiveness? I don't know. So sometimes passive people can make you hate them if you don't know what's going on. Well, if you don't talk, how am I supposed to get anything across? If he doesn't talk. And then maybe I'm at times I get attitude, Jesse. At times I do, yes. Yeah. He gets mad. I'm like, well, maybe I said it wrong. Maybe I should say it nice. And I'm like, yeah. so I don't know how to say it. Just say it. 
And if he gets angry, it's not your fault that he's getting angry. But you got to just say it. And then if he gets angry, he has to look at himself because you didn't make him angry. He was angry when you met him. It's not your fault that he's angry. Now, your weakness can make it worse, and that's still not your fault either because he needs to overcome that if what you're saying is true, and I do believe you. But you got to overcome it too, but it's not your fault. Remember, I was saying, what happened to the sign? <laughs> Our uh, theme for this year is that no one is to blame for your anger. You're mad. You're already mad when I met you, so I'm not to blame for you being mad. Your daddy, your mama did it to you. I didn't do it to you. But, I didn't know you. How do you know when a person's angry? They could hide it a long time. But that's what the purpose of dating is. Yeah, we did a long time. And he didn't show it? I don't remember seeing it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you didn't see it until the morning after the honeymoon night? <laughs> <laughs> you woke up and like, who is this man? I buried my mama. No, to be honest, I really didn't see it, Jesse, until, like, I stayed at home with the kids. Until you stayed home with the kids? Yeah. And that's when you saw it? Yes. Maybe because I was, before we had kids, I was working, he was working. Oh, yeah. And were you shocked when you saw it? Not okay. too much. Why not too much? If you had not seen it, how long did you date for? Well, it, kind of, it, it didn't come just all, all anger all of a sudden. It's oh, just gradually. It's just bit by bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to get you away from that. Um, do you want to see your dad? I do. Uh, why don't you look for him? Well, I don't know where to look for him at. You don't ask your mother. Your mother has to, she was married to him at one point, right? She still is. She don't know where he is. She asked me, because sometimes we go over there, I drive by where I, where I usually be at. But they do, rebuild and stuff, so I don't know. Do you know his folks? Like his mother, father, sister, brother? You don't know any of his people? No. How do you not know any of his people? He's that type, just, he just goes with the wind. He doesn't have a family? He does, but, but he, he doesn't do He never that. brought him around while... Why you? No, my mom, she used to stay in touch, and his mom died, and he just went off to himself. Oh, I see. But you would love to see your father. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. I understand that feeling, too. That's amazing, Michelle. I, I just you... don't understand. When you're married to the first person who's aggressive, and then you go the opposite to someone who's passive, how do you... So your mother married a, a aggressive person first, yeah. and then a passive man second. Yes. Oh, okay. Because your mother needs somebody to help her overcome her hell. She's looking for a man to help her overcome it, but she keeps marrying men just like her father, weak men. You know, because an aggressive person like that is weak as well. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah that's not love. That's a weakness. And a passive person is a weakness as well. There's that little center. There's that place you got to live where you can guide people in the right way. And that's what your mother's looking for. Mm. And she can't, she's, you know, a lot of women are looking for that in men, but the men, most of them have been all messed up too. They have a woman's identity. And so it's like two lesbians marrying. And so they're looking for love, but they end up getting the wrong thing. Mm. Um, let me just ask this young man right here behind you before I go to your husband. How, how old are you? Oh, 14. You're 14. Is this your dad? Yeah. You look just like him, too. That hair and everything. Um, are you able to talk to your dad about anything that's going on in your life? Yeah. You are? Yeah. You have open and honest dialogues? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes and sometimes no? Yeah. And why not at times? Uh, I don't know. Just maybe I don't think he has enough knowledge on the situation. You think he doesn't have enough knowledge about the situation? Yeah. And who do you say has the knowledge? When you can't talk to him about it, who do you go to? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe other family members. Other family members? Yeah. Are you, do you live with your mother, too? Yeah. Do you, when your mother's acting crazy, do you tell on her to your dad? Uh, not all the time, sometimes. Why not all the time? Because uh, sometimes I just deal with it. I'm sorry? Sometimes I just deal with it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Is it hard dealing with it on your own when you're dealing with your mother? Uh, no, not no, not all the time. How do you deal with it? Uh, usually I just uh, 
Like, I just go in my room, and I just leave her. That's not dealing with it. I just go in my room. You need to tell your dad or her every time. And when she knows that you're going to tell your father, she'll cut it out. And especially if he deals with it. Yeah. Will you try that? You can't run into your room because if you run into your room, you're going to be running the rest of your life. Yeah. Because when you get married, you're going to end up marrying your mama. You can't run into the room from your wife. <laughs> Isn't that true? Yeah. I'm sorry? Yes. Yeah. So you need to tell your dad all the time. Yes. Yeah. Whenever she act weird or she's yelling or impatient or whatever it is she's doing, going nuts, they say, Dad, Mom is going nuts, and she doesn't want me to tell you. Yeah. All right? All right. And don't run into your room because you become a coward. Yeah. You got to learn it. And if you deal with your parents in the right way, life will be easy for you outside the home. That makes sense? Yes. So you're going to do it? Yeah. All right. She's going to yell. She's going to be mad about you telling your dad every time. But yeah. that's okay. Are you close to your mother? Uh, yeah. Are you just like her? No. You know? No. <laughs> yeah, so that real fast. No. <laughs> but, yeah, you don't want to be like your mama. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> How is your mother? What, what type of personality she has? Uh, she's pretty passive, too. Sometimes it gets annoying. Yeah. If you ask her something and uh, they don't know, like, they don't want to, they don't want to tell you their opinion because they don't want you to think it's the wrong opinion. Wow. You don't, you don't care. You just want a opinion. Yeah. Even if it's wrong. Yeah. And you resent her passiveness at times, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you told her that? Yeah. And what does she say? <laughs> she's just like, well, she, I don't know. She just says that's how she is. I don't know. Uh, you tell her she can get over that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's good, man. So make sure you deal with your dad so he can help you through that. Yeah. And don't resent her for that. You point it out, but don't resent her because you become like what you hate. Yeah. You've you, you got to find yourself being, you know, passive, angry, emotional, doubtful because you become like your mother if you resent her for it. Yeah. All right? All right. You don't want to be that way, right? No. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, yes, ma'am. Let me go here first. Um, I have a 14-year-old brother, uh -huh. and um, I lived with my father and with my mother and with my sister and brother. Um, sometimes um, I personally would not tell what mom does to that because that is not in, that was not and is not in perfect condition too. <laughs> so he would go and fight with mom. And yeah. for us as kids, it wasn't pleasant time to be around when parents are fighting. That's why sometimes we wouldn't do, we wouldn't tell that what mom does, and sometimes we wouldn't tell mom what dad does, just so right. they can balance it out because we didn't want to see an arguing at home. Oh. And besides, on my brother's side, I have a 14-year-old brother. He wouldn't tell um, mom dad what mom does because mom sometimes uh, gives him advantages and that doesn't <laughs> sometimes gives him what advantages oh yeah and he doesn't want to lose that yeah, yeah. sometimes when dad is not at home and mom needs to make a decision right it's always on the kid's side <laughs> oh that's so, awful yeah so <laughs> she's buying him off but she's corrupting him as well yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, and I understand, so you're saying that it was hard for you to tell one parent about the other one because when they dealt with it, they would fight Yeah. rather than dealing with it properly. I understand that. That's yes. an unfortunate situation. Yeah, so... A, a lot of men don't know how to deal with their women. You know, because they're married to their mothers, they don't know how to deal with, with mama. I honestly do not blame my dad, um, my uh, dad, to be that way because my grandparents are hell on earth yeah they both of them yeah none of them is good and it's so surprising <laughs> usually there is one good one bad right. together but they're both bad they're very bad this is so unfortunate it's amazing to me the trauma that can happen with our parents and they pass it on to the children and it goes on from generation to generation to generation i was talking to a, a couple of friends of mine over the weekend and I noticed that a lot of people like retarded. 
They're like, they can't comprehend. You know what I'm saying? They can't comprehend situations. They're like grown people, but mentally retarded. Have you guys noticed that? Or is it just me? <laughs> I'm serious. They don't comprehend simple things. And I know that it comes from being messed up by your parents. You know, it comes from that. If the parents are fighting and they're out of order and, you know, they don't, they're not patiently dealing with each other and if they don't have a sound mind, I, 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 just realized this is, I just realized this is why God said he would give us a sound mind because most people don't have a sound mind. They are, like, absolutely retarded. I saw a situation yesterday. I think it was yesterday. And the situation was, was handled by adults, grown people, but in a retarded way. And I was thinking, wow, that's amazing how that is. But a lot of young people today are retarded because their parents are messed up. And you guys don't see that, right? Maybe because, uh, are you, <laughs> you see that? I totally see that. And um, I was talking to my husband the other day. I'm like, there is no one on earth. Like, literally, there is <laughs> no one that on earth that would understand what I'm talking about and what I'm saying when I say the true thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's really... It really hurt me because I couldn't see anyone. <laughs> I know what you mean. I absolutely, how many people can relate? You guys can't relate. You're not, oh, you see retarded people. Right? There are more retarded people out there now than ever. And they go to church. I'm not talking about the ones that don't go to church. We know that they're retarded. But it's the church people that don't mature mentally. And I've never, I didn't see this growing up unless I wasn't paying attention. But I didn't see as much retardation as I see now. Really, really retardation. And it's because they're disconnected from God and they're controlled by uh, anger, by resentment. Satan is their father. And Satan got them racing in their heads and working out everything in their heads. And they don't see what's going on. That's why God said we have to renew our minds from within. We need a renewed mind. From within, not without. Because if you renew it from without, you're just going to get worse. But there are a lot of... Common sense ain't common no more. It's weird to see that. I don't know what the women are going to do if they get married because the men are retarded too. And they're not going to be able to guide their wives and children in the right way to go. You hear a lot of women say, I feel like I'm married to a little boy or something. You hear that a lot. Uh, John. Yes. Uh, you resent your wife, Michelle? Yes, at times. You do. And did you know she was feeling this way about it? No, she doesn't. She doesn't talk a lot. Uh, I mean, she's very talkative. If we're, we're talking about the kids, but if you ask her a question about anger or resentment or something like that, she'll she'll give a quick one-word answer. So. Um, uh, no, I didn't. You didn't. And why do you resent her? Well, I can see at times when, when she's angry at me or resentful at me about something, and then that's, then I'll get angry. Yeah. Oh, when she's angry at you, you, you show her love by getting angry at her. No. <laughs> Why get angry at her because she's angry at you? What, what's your point? Well, in situations that when I see her like that, nothing has been done. You just walked in the house, and she's, uh, she's angry and hateful for no reason. So I'm thinking, like, well, what's going on? Uh, I've only been in the house for two minutes, and she's, she's acting crazy or, or being angry at me about something. And so and, I'll get angry. And she's home all day with the kids now? Uh, no, not anymore. But This that, was like before when she was at home with the kids. Oh, okay. So she goes out of work now. Yeah, she's working. But when she was home with the kids, you, you would come home and she's just mad at you about nothing. Yes. Is she still mad at you about nothing now that she goes out to work? When you get home? Well, that's just one example of those... I guess this incidents are few and far 
in between. I mean, for days, things could be normal, and then all of a sudden, uh, we can get into an explosive argument over over something that's, that's probably silly. Um, but what good good is it doing, doing you or your family for you to give her anger back because she is angry? None. So why do it? Well, I guess uh, at, at that at that moment, uh, I don't have any control over it. Uh, do you realize your role in life concerning your family? Do you know how important your role is? Not, not totally. You don't. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I, I kind of know that my love should be for her the same way that it is for my two boys. Yeah. But it's not. But it's not. You love your two boys? Yes. But you don't love your wife? Not all the time. Not all the time. And how is it that you're able to go around your wife and love your boys but not love your wife all the time? You love your boys all the time? Yes. My, my four-year-old can get me uh, upset at times uh, when he has his tantrums, but yes, I love him. So how are you able to love one and not the other? How are you able to love your kids but not the mother of your kids? How are you able to do that? I guess it's the, the caring part that uh, it seemed like the care is always there or for, for my boys. But not for your wife? Not all the time. When you say the care, you, you don't care about her at times? Well, when she makes me angry, uh, I think the care goes out the window. What should she do when you are mad at her? How should she handle that? Um, I don't know how she should handle it. I mean, I'm just used to her handling it or reacting the way that she normally reacts. Okay. Let me just say this to you. You don't, because of time here, you don't, if you don't love your wife, you don't love your boys either. Because you can't love one and hate the other. You can't care about one and not care about the other. It doesn't work that way. Either you have love or you don't have love. So you're deceiving yourself and believing that you have love for your boys but not for your wife. And that's why when the oldest boy act out, you don't feel love for him either. You get angry at him, right? Irritated or whatever you want to yes. say. So you don't, you don't love your boys either because your love is based on how somebody is acting. If Michelle doesn't be mad and she's not angry at you, then you love her. That's not love. Or if your boy is not acting out, you love him. That's not love. You don't have love. For anybody. You're deceiving yourself in belief or being deceived by Satan in believing that you love your boys but you don't love your wife. That's ridiculous. Don't let him deceive you like that. All right. Either you have love or you don't have love. Because when you go out into the world, you're going to run into all kinds of people that's going to bring hell upon you. And if you don't have love, you're not going to survive that either. You're going to be mad all day. You're going to be, you know, Overreacting, you're going to be feeling whatever you feel. God wants you to have love. He doesn't want you to have love for one and not the other. Especially, he, doesn't, he wants us to love our enemies. But especially with your family, you can't. You, it's your responsibility to love your wife. Remember the scripture that it say, love your wife? Cleave to your wife? And you're not, you're the Christ head of your family, of Michelle. You're supposed to guide her spiritually, take care of her financially. Take care of your family. You can't do that because you're judging her and her weakness. You think God treats you that way? No. Well, you represent him on earth. Why not treat your wife the way he's treating you? And if you say you got over your mother's mother, your resentment for your mother, you should not be resenting your wife anyway. It should be gone. Okay. Okay. And you see how your wife is really feel alone because she knows that her husband hates her. Hates her. Your wife shouldn't be feeling that way. You should correct her when she's wrong, but you can't do it if you have hate, if you resent her. You point out what the issue is, but don't resent her, and that's what love is. All right. 
you're failing your family. And then when your kids grow up and go crazy, you're going to blame Michelle for it. You're going to say, oh, she did it while I was at work. <laughs> you're not going to say, oh, my poor wife. I didn't even help her. I just, I was mad at her. I didn't like her. I liked her sometimes, and sometimes I didn't. And no wonder my kids are messed up. You're going to blame her for it. Isn't that true? Yes. And you're proud of yourself, right? Not proud. That's nothing to be proud of. Yeah. So what are you going to do about it? I'm going to work on getting over my anger. One thing that you guys need to start doing is sitting down and talking about this stuff. Just be honest about what you're feeling, what's going on, so that you can get over this stuff so you can guide her. She shouldn't have to go to her mother for answers. Her mother's her mother is not going to give her the essence because she doesn't have them. You need to go to you, and you go to Christ. Your wife needs to find comfort in you, not hate, not, not resentment. Okay. You need to get, it's not her fault that you uh, have this anger. Yes, she may be bringing it out, but she didn't put it there. It was already there when she made it. Okay. And it's not her fault that you don't know how to deal with issues in life. You need to get over that immediately because you have children. Because if you don't love your wife, you don't have any love to even pass down to your children. And the kids, boys and girls, need the love of the father. And they need it at all times. And that doesn't mean you don't correct them, but you've got to be patient and honest and guide them. But you don't have it, so they're not getting the love of the father. And you're going to see that when they get older if you're not already seeing it. That makes sense? Yes, yes. Yeah. So will you start working this out with your wife? Yeah, I'll try. You'll try? Yeah, I mean, yes, I will. And, and Michelle, you participate and let me know how it goes. Now, you got to get over your, you know, forgive your mother for uh, hating you through, hating her father, through your father through you. So that you can, uh, so you'll get over your passiveness as well. All right? Yes. And if, if you got need, need counseling, let me know. We can work on this. But you have children, and you got to start doing this in the right way. Because after a while, your kids are going to be out of control. As they get older, when they hit their teens, when they become 13, and maybe before that, you're not going to be able to handle your kids at all. And you guys know better. You know that there is a better way. So it's time to start dealing with that better way. Why know the truth if you're not going to even try to live by that truth? And the worst mistake you can make, both of you or anybody, is to blame, as adults, blame each other for the way you feel. You need to overcome those things. I appreciate your honesty, though. But you guys need to shake off Satan and start living. And Michelle, you need to wake up and just Start living. Open your mouth and start talking. You may be wrong in what you say right now, but it's better to say it than not say it. Because you just, if you don't speak up for yourself, then Satan's going to use that against you, and you're going to judge yourself for not speaking up. Oh, I hate myself. I'm so weak. And then you're going to start doubting, as you were saying earlier, if you're right or wrong about what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, you'll be all over the place. God wants you to calm down. He wants you to be able to see so you can live your life, so he can guide you. But you got to repent. You must be born again in order for that to happen. And you cannot be born again unless you come out of denial about self. you got to see that you're wrong, and that's all it takes. And he will do the rest. All right? Did this help a little bit? Yes. It did? Okay. How about you, John? Yes, it was helpful. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Stephanie for a minute, real fast. How much, how much time we have? Six minutes. Can you relate to this at all? Yes. In what way? I used to talk to Michelle. Um, I'm sorry? Like when, when, we first, when we first got married, um, I felt the same way. I felt like um, he um, didn't like me, hated me, because like, every time you come home, you feel like, he would jump on us for stuff and... He would do what? Jump on us, like, 
like, what do you do this for? And that's just when you come home, because I, I would think like when you're married and you have a hard day at work, you come home and be glad you're home. Yeah. But it seemed like he wasn't glad. Right. And he didn't want to spend much time with us. It seemed like he liked being away better. But I overcame it by just like, okay, I'm just looking at myself. I'm not going to hate him back. Because I used to like, when he's mad at me, I get mad at him. Yes. But I decided, okay, that's not good. I'm just going to like, okay, I'm alone. I just got to do this by myself. And I don't care. I'm not going to be mad at him. Good. That's on him. And then it seemed like things changed after that. Like when you stop like wanting them to. Yeah. That's when it happens. Like That's deep. Yeah. Absolutely. Whenever you work on yourself mm -hmm. and you start to get old because God is changing you, he's giving you love, mm -hmm. you don't seek that from other people anymore. Yeah. And then we don't want it, we don't seek it, then you'll get it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting how that is, and that's how life is. Yeah. That's why God said that we should hunger and thirst after righteousness, yeah. not after some person or some person's love. You search after righteousness, and God will give you love, and then these other people start loving you too, but you can take it or leave it. Yeah. That is yeah. excellent. So you start looking at yourself. Yes. Did you ever talk to him about it? Yes. He, I mean, he's the kind of husband. He makes you talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't, I mean, it's like if you're not talking, he said, like, what's wrong? You know, what are you thinking? Yeah. So he'll come home and then jump on you as soon as he walk in the door. That was in the past. And then you shut down. And then he asks yeah. you why you're not talking. Yes. <laughs> It's like you don't okay, he's mad, so don't don't get him upset anymore. Just don't say nothing. Wow. <laughs> and so you feel good about you feel better in life now, right? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's deep. I'm glad to hear that. That's what it takes. I'm telling you, you gotta keep your eyes on yourself. No one else can give you love. They do not have it to give. It comes down from God through Christ to us. And if you're married, ladies, it come down from the husband who gets it from Christ, pass it down through you to the children. That's how it works. And once you have it, once God gives it to you, that's it. You're on your way. Do you and your husband talk about real issues now? Are you more open now in talking? Yes, I think. I haven't heard that. I'm not talking lately, so I guess I am talking more. Yeah. Do you talk too much now? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Well, that's good, but that's what it's going to take, folks. You've got to get to know yourself. You've got to be in the world, but not of the world. And if anything, anybody or anything, money and places or things, mean more to you than what is right, then you're in the world and of it. And it will control you, and it will let you down. It will let you down. And you've got to get, let that go by repentance for being wrong. And John, you, and all husbands, you owe it to your wives and children not to have resentment in your heart because resentment is not love, and the family is going without love, and after a while, your kids are going to show it. And you're going to blame the wife or someone else for it. It's hard on wives to raise children anyway because of the resentment that most of them have, but to have a husband who is resentful too, there's, there's no light in the family at all. And I see so many young people who are just absolutely messed up because they did not get love from their families, from their fathers and mothers. And then they go out into the world, and the world give you medication. Then they give you those pills that make you drowsy or whatever. They, uh, they give you abortions. They give you everything that's wrong. They never say, hey, we need to fix the family. You're suffering because you resent your family. They tell you, take a pill or have an abortion, or go to a gay wedding, or do something crazy. It's not going to work. Our battle is a spiritual battle between good and evil. And what we need to overcome evil is perfect love. And only God can give us perfect love. And he will to those who will humble themselves and see that they're wrong. Yes, ma'am, real fast. Oh, I'm sorry. Come with the mic, John. My daughter's still not talking to me. Why? And I went and I told her that I, I would like to work this out with her. She ignored me and she doesn't want to. So I don't want to keep telling no. her. I just said it and I leave it alone now. You apologize. Go to the daughter and say, daughter, I was wrong. I know. I realize now what I've done to cause you mm -hmm. to hate me. 
I was sorry about that. Right. And then forget about it. Right. As an adult, it's up to her. Thank you for tuning in, folks. And thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. For more information, to purchase a copy of this program, or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663. That's 1-800-411-BOND. You're already home.